Want to know what strategies real graduates use to launch their career? Well, here's your chance. From personal stories to insider tips, our interviews with graduates and campus recruiters will equip you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to take off and stand out from the crowd. Brought to you by Prospel, your one-stop shop for finding and securing your dream internship or fresh graduate job. So can you tell us about your background story? Like what brought you to Australia and what you've been up to here? Background stories. I actually didn't grow up in Taiwan. <laughs> I grew up in China and I went to like international schools. So it's like that's built a foundation of my international perspectives and wanting to study abroad instead of studying locally. And then I moved back to Taiwan during high school. And then because I went to a bilingual school in Taiwan and they had this collaboration with Australian unis and they do a lot of speeches and a lot of those summer camps with the Australian foundation schools. So I went to this camp, summer camp to UQ during my last year of uni because I originally wanted to go to the States for uni and I was doing my SATs and everything. But then that trip to Australia changed my mind about wanting to go into the States and having that American dream. So yeah, I had like a last minute change of decision and my parents were not so happy. But yes, I applied to Australia because of that summer camp. And that's how I'm here today. Yeah. Wow. What was the main thing that changed your mind you know how like in Australia they have like foundations before you go to like actual uni in between high school and uni get that brief understanding of what uni is like instead of like just jumping straight into uni so I actually learned I can learn about how to write essays and like actually a professional essay I would say and because I've left an English environment for so long for three to four years and English got really rusty so I was actually intimidated by just really jumping back into this all English and having to write all these professional English type of setting. So yeah, that course really brought my eye and like, I was like, yeah, I think I will go to somewhere that can support me and able to like boost all my potentials that I can build my foundations from instead of having to like be scared and not being able to fit in. So yeah, basically that was it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, might as well get mm -hmm. as much support as you can, especially I think you're going to be an international student. And on top of that, you want to learn what uni is like before you go there. So that's really smart, actually. <laughs> um, can I ask what you've been studying and yeah, a bit about what sort of internship you recently did? So I'm currently in my um, third year of Bachelor's of Communication which I majored in digital media. So I actually have a minor in marketing as well. So it's like a major and a minor. And I mainly applied for like marketing internships. Yeah, and I got into one and it was a lot of fun actually, like doing a lot of content creation stuff and building from my uni life, like my what I've learned in uni and building up from there and actually going into the industry, have a brief kind of trip to what is the marketing industry like in Australia. Yeah. 
Uh, got it. And uh, what's the coolest thing you did on your during your internship? Coolest thing. So our boss has three businesses under her belt. So the marketing like agency that I applied for that I got into was actually just one of her businesses. And then because all of them are actually linked together somehow. So I got the opportunity to set up her other business, which is called the Bell Evolution. And it's like a networking membership based um, community where there's this monthly event for women entrepreneurs to like gather and network. And they'll set up like this theme each month. And the one that I attended was called Bravery. And basically it just talked about how like all the women faced their, how they faced their challenges and how they you know, went through their industry. And yeah, I got to attend to that and I got to like network and socialize with women who are like, so inspiring and so like they have such motivation in life so I think that was one of the coolest things I did during my internship yeah very cool so actually separate from your original internship yeah but I did a lot of content creation there so I was actually filming there but at the same time I was like my boss was like Steph come I'll introduce you to this person and I'm like oh okay like that so (laughs) it was really fun that's awesome. Um, and for students who aren't aware, could you tell us what a marketing agency is and what they do? A marketing agency, it's like when a business doesn't have like a marketing team. So they hire another like marketing team for them, like that's outside of their business. So for a marketing agency, they have 10 or more businesses under their belt and they help um, them do like social media marketing, SEO marketing, Um, and ads and everything basically like all the marketing stuff and actually the event stuff is based from the marketing agency yeah got it got it um and why marketing why marketing because I the funny thing is I actually did I wanted to do a double degree in I did a double degree in business in marketing and a communication degree and then because I was a bit overwhelmed so I dropped out of the marketing side but then because I already took a few more like professional based like business based marketing and that got really got into that was like a first step into oh this is what marketing is and then because the communication side is more creative of marketing like doing all the fancy pretty stuff and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that is, I think, somewhere I wanted to do. And then I did, I was the social media coordinator for the Taiwanese Student Association Club. And I did a lot, lot, a lot of the marketing, the social media marketing stuff, like content creation, graphic design, making reels, making videos. And then I'm like, that, I think that was the moment that I'm like, oh, I actually can put in like uni stuff into work and I'm actually enjoying them and putting all my creative and business side and everything together and it's like yeah I think this is what I want to do so I applied for most of my like internships for marketing based and being a part of a marketing agency I think it inspired me further to dive deeper into this scary fast-paced very stressful industry yeah that's so cool so you actually got your first 
step in marketing at uni at a club. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, So there's some people who feel like it can be quite difficult to do marketing outside of Mm. your original country. You have to change the messaging and you have to understand like the local market. How do you feel about that? I feel like because I go to uni here and a lot of their courses are like based, yeah, like about the local industry. So I didn't, it wasn't like a huge gap for me because it like I gradually built up my industry-based knowledge through this, my bachelor's degree. So there wasn't a much big gap, but I would say that you have to step out of your comfort zone during your uni years and start hanging out with Aussies and try to learn their small talks. Because when I was in my internship, I the only thing that I like had a really difficult time with was the lunch small talks because <laughs> I felt like I couldn't really adapt to what they're saying and I couldn't be there with them and have that very good flow of talking. And I think that is really important when you're networking. Yeah, just try to don't stay in your comfort zone and try to talk to as much as many people as you can yeah, that's really good advice. And we've definitely heard that from other international students as well. Learn how to <laughs> make small talk, how to have conversations <laughs> with Aussies. Um, yeah. Huh. Wow. Uh, what is your biggest tip for, I guess, surfing outside of your, your comfort zone and interacting with people from who aren't from your home country um, as an international student? Yes, I think using university resources is pretty important. Like, our school, they sent us a lot of different opportunities, like the clubs, like we have this marketing club called Empat, which is like very Aussie-based type of community, I would say. So attend more to that type of club, like Aussie clubs and maybe like industry-based clubs. And because there's also like social media ambassadors for our university and I think this is where you is able to expand your network to the Australian industry yeah very cool and what would you say is the biggest difference between attending these clubs with like Aussie students and then doing doing an internship I feel like internship it's just work like it's very professional it's you're just there. You have to be there at 9.30 and then you're there and helping them do content creation. And networking is a bit like second thing you do, like a second, third thing you do. It's not your priority. But when it comes to club, they're the more friendly Aussies that are like out there for you. And they're like, yes, I want to be friends with you. And they're more you know, willing to connect with you and network and build this strong foundation with you so I would say it's more casual more chill if you're in a club and it's like a slowly stepping into the industry and it's not there you go that type of thing yeah got it got it yeah cool can you walk me through a day in the life at your role day of life yes because my internship is a bit far from where I live it's a one and a half hour bus away so yes so usually the team days are at 9 30 so I'll have to 
um, wake up really early at around six, around seven, and having to travel for one and a half hour. And then because our agency is like hybrid, so it's like they'll have a team day once every two weeks. So usually on that team day, you come to the office at 9.30 and you actually do team bonding first. Yeah, so you sit down, have a brunch with your colleagues. And then I had a brunch with cows before with my team. Yeah, we were like looking at cows and eating brunch. <laughs> and then we also had a day where we went to Jumping Castle and we just, yeah, played around, jumped around. And then <laughs> after that, it was more of the serious work. And then we, um, look through all the contents that we made, all the um, clients that we have and how to restructure everything and what the problem is as a team and like just have this huge team meeting together. And then it's more of like a one-to-one -one based thing after that. So it's like me and my supervisor and we talk through what I did when I was at home and what I want to do in this internship, for example, I wanted to learn more about ads. I wanted to learn more about data. And then we go through that. And then it's more content creation. And then, yeah, basically, that's my day. Got it. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you guys went into the office once every two weeks? For the full-timers, yeah. But for me, I um, wanted to go in once a week. But then, so basically 10 hours per week, but I'll come in one day into the office and the other day I'll be doing it on like work from home. Yeah. Got it. Um, wow, that's surprisingly flexible. Yeah, so yeah, basically one of the advantages, I think working in Australian marketing teams are that they're pretty flexible. Like ever since the pandemic hit, they've restructured how they work. So a lot of the companies, they work, like, they come to the office two to three times per day, per week, <laughs> two to three times per week. And then for the rest of their time, they just do it at home. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and you mentioned a lot about content creation. To a student who doesn't understand what that means, could you briefly explain it? So content creation is when you use a lot of canvas and <laughs> yeah, and then you just try to make out the brand voices, brand values of the brand of the clients. For example, they're going to have an event this month. So you'll be making graphics in relation to their like event and you have to note down the information, everything and trying to just give out all the information and kind of just shoot out all the brand messages that the client wanted to showcase to their target audience. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So I guess you work mainly on social media content. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for me, my content is like blog posts and like these mm -hmm. interviews that we do. So it's cool to hear about the social media side of things. Yeah. And yeah, the uh, social media site is fun, quite fun. Mm -hmm. Have you tried out other kinds of content creation or other kinds of marketing? You mentioned like ads and data and stuff like that. 
I think for me, what I really want to get into now is actually like email marketing, like EDMs. I think that's a pretty, because I only got to know it during the internship. So it's like a very brief like dip into it. But then, yeah, it was really fun making them. It's like doing a project, I would say. We have this very nice layout of everything. And it's, yeah, it's really fun to work with. Could you tell us more about um, the email marketing stuff you did and what got you interested? Um, yeah, so basically, because I mainly work with social media, and I've been doing that for three to four weeks, and I was actually a bit sick of it. Because, <laughs> yeah, because you do the same thing over and over again, I would say it's like the similar voices and the, like similar colors. Eventually, you'll be like, oh, I know I'm doing the same thing. And then I was talking to this to my supervisor, and she was like, oh, you want to try something new? I'm like, yeah, like, I want to try out the different things in marketing. And then she, like, walked me through, like, Clavio, MailChimp. Those are, like, the um, email marketing platforms that you use. So basically, she gave us, like, a homework a project where she gave us this um, brief saying that, oh, we want to make a email marketing campaign for this client and these are the things that these clients want to showcase in their email marketing so then we walked through and we designed everything on canva and then we went through the platforms mailchimp and clavio and we put everything in and set up our first email um, marketing our layout and it was like wow, this is actually new because it's a bit different. It's like same but different from social media. It's like you're still designing, but then it's like a whole entire thing. I would say it's different every time and you get to do gifts. You get to do a little bit more creative than social media, I would say. Because social media, sometimes it's very restricted because you'll have to use templates and like some of the brand colors and everything but for email marketing it's you get to do gifts you get to do memes you get to do something a little bit outside of the setup template for the social media like it's still same but then you get to add a little bit of your voice your color to it and yeah I think that's like how I really found email marketing more interesting yeah. What a great insight. And I think most people <laughs> would, would never know that email marketing, because email has been around forever uh, versus social yeah. media. Most people think social media is more creative. No. <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is it because maybe social media is like short form and then email is more like mm. long form so you can create mm. more in your style or like what is, yeah, what do you think are like some of the bigger differences? Bigger differences, like what I said, I feel like when you do social media, for example, I managed TSA social media before starting intern. So that experience was like, I could do whatever I want. I could, I want to do a reel, I do a reel. I want to do a different design for our content. We can do that. But for really industry professional based marked social media, it's you have to go according to the client's need. So you can't really input all of your creativity inside. It's very, it's restricted in a sense, if that makes sense. Oh. 
For example, you want to flower up your reels. You want to like make it fancy, but the client doesn't like that. So you can't do that. You want to make it more engaging, but the client falls more into, I just want pictures. I just want a few videos. I don't want anything too fancy. Then you can't do that. So it's like you can do stuff, but you have to go align with what the client's preference is. Yeah. Okay. So does that mean that email marketing tends to have fewer restrictions? Mm. In a sense, I think yes. It's like you still have to go and talk to your clients with what they want. And you still have to go um, according to their brand colors and everything. But I think that being able to incorporate memes and GIFs <laughs> and designing a new layout for the email is somewhere more creative and more fun to do, I would say. Interesting. Yeah. Are these different? Do you think the email marketing clients are totally different clients from social media marketing clients? No, there are some of them are the same, but then I think because email marketing is like fortnightly and it's like individually sent to the audiences, like the users. So I think it's more personal. So you get to do a little bit more like designs that can touch your audience I would say for example the subheadings for our emails you can just you don't have to be very like writing a blog like everything's very professional and everything but you can just be like a bit more casual be like a friend try to like because ultimately you're trying to catch the attention of the audience and letting them click into the email so you got to be more fun and wanting them to click in so I would say yeah Oh, that's really cool. I guess what this shows is that social media, because it's like an official announcement mm, yeah, on the part of the company, so they have to be really strict and straight-laced about it. But I guess yeah. email is more like you're sliding into their DMs and you can be more casual yeah. and stuff. Mm, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Oh. Yeah. And these days, a lot of people, I think, are actually going back to email marketing because they say that with social media like whenever the algorithm changes like it's you might lose like a big chunk of your audience but with email mm. it's, it's always that mailing list it's always going to end up in people's inboxes unless they like market as spam or something <laughs> um, so yeah there's actually been I think a bigger push towards um email, email marketing. marketing yeah mm. oh and I think one of the advantages email marketing is that you get to monitor it like you can look at the click rate you can look at what people clicked into all the links that you've set up in the emails you get to monitor how many times this audience clicked into this and you can look like look at like how people are interacting with your emails and I think that's a pretty fun thing to you can't do that in social media and you can do that in um, emails yeah oh cool cool Oh, so do you feel like your internship was worth it? Apart from the 1.5 hour bus ride, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was hard. Got it. Got I think, it. yeah, they were pretty supportive and 
despite being in a marketing agency, because usually marketing agencies are really fast paced and they don't really have time for you, but they have been very supportive. And if you ask that you want to do this, you want to learn more about this, they will spend time and go through what it is like in their agency. So I really went into the industry. It felt like I really had this experience in the industry. So it was, it was really worth it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Huh. Yeah. I guess it was really worth it from like a learning perspective and then getting to yeah. experience the industry. Mm. Yeah. Like, what were your motivations for doing an internship? Motivations. I guess I just really wanted a job. <laughs> I guess I just really wanted a full time. I wanted to gain all of the knowledge experience that I can while there. Because I know, because I've been applying to places prior to this internship, to this um course. Because this internship is a, like a course in uni. Yeah. So like before that, I was actually applying for stuff too. And it wasn't going well. As an international student in Australia, I, w- I didn't have a very strong resume like a strong portfolio so I really cherished this opportunity and I really wanted to build up my portfolio and be a person that people want to hire and that I can get a full-time job here so I guess that is one of the biggest motivations I have for this internship Mm, so about this internship that you did they so they were open to international students being interns with them? According to my boss, she didn't care if you were an international or a local student. She wanted to she just wanted to find an an intern who aligns with their business value. That's awesome. By looking at yeah, that is like the best boss you can ever find. <laughs> yeah, and then they were actually one of the few businesses that actually went through all my stuff because I had a portfolio, I had a website, I had everything. And yeah, they were really one of the few that it was clear that they went through what I did and all the content that I did. So, yeah. And how did you find this internship? Oh, it was... Because QUT, because I go to QUT and QUT is pretty famous with their internship programs because they have a lot of industry partners. And they will like sign contracts with these inter- industry partners and they'll have to take in two to three QUT students each semester. That is their promise. So I took advantage of this course, of this program provided by QUT. So they, someone have to hire me somehow because I am a QT student. And yeah, that's basically, yeah. one of I, I think that was really one of the reasons I came to QT as well because they have a very strong like in-person, hands-on courses for you to really dive into the industry before you graduate. Yeah. That's awesome. So does that mean every QUT student is like guaranteed an internship basically? Basically, yes. If you like apply 
when when you try to apply and really build up your resume, you will you have a very big opportunity to get internships here. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you said this um, one, please. Um, I just want to say, and um, a lot of the big companies like Brisbane Powerhouse, those are also like contracted with QT. So it's, yeah, just with all the opportunities in QT. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a great program. Yeah. Huh. And you said this was part of a course. So can you tell us about that setup? So basically, the setup is there's this portal for us when we apply for this unit. And then you'll have this portal where they list out all their industry partners and what you can apply for. And then you'll have to write a proposed plan where you kind of state out what you want to gain from this internship. So it's like a very tracking-based course. It's not like you just do an internship and you're done with that. No, it's a lot of communication in between the school, the industry partner, and yourself, and your self-reflection. So it's like you do a proposed plan in the beginning, and then you'll have to do a midway review with your supervisor. And if you are meeting the goal that you you written at the beginning of the internship. And then after that, it's like you have to write a 500-word reflection. You have to make a 10-minute video based out of your industry internship experience. So it's a lot of tracking of what you did throughout this internship. Yeah. Interesting. So they don't just throw an internship at you. You have to also reflect on it and track whether you're achieving what you set out mm. to achieve. Yeah. Wow, what a solid program. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Wow. Yeah. All right. Any uh, best tips for internationals trying to find an internship in Australia? Best tip, I would say, really... Make some noise. Make noise in your university life. Just go out there, be out there, and try all the different things. Mm, do content creation if you want. And do you know, whatever you want in uni and try to build up your portfolio. Try to like gain as much hands-on industry-based experience while you can. And you will be able to build up a very nice portfolio after you graduate. Actually, even before you graduate, you'll build up a really pretty portfolio. And that portfolio is the key to everything, I would say. Having that thing there so your boss can just go through everything at once and look at what you did. Because for me, I, my friend gave me this opportunity to do content creation just based on like me telling him what I did during my internship and me showing him all the content creation I did before any industry experience. So I guess really just go out there and try all these different things that the university is giving to you. And remember to save all of the work you did, please. And yeah. Got it. So did you just say that after your internship, like a friend is now like hiring you to do content creation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Can you tell us more about that too? <laughs> so basically it's like my friends, a talent sourcing and influencer sourcing person. And um, I think he's working like in a di- digital marketing agency as well. So it's like a similar vibe to my internship place. And we had this talk, like this pep talk of going to the industry. I am so scared. I am not ready for this industry. And I talked to him about my interest in marketing and what it is like and what I did. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, he kept that in mind. And now there's this opportunity at this high-end Asian supermarket that wants to have some content creation stuff going on and he's oh hey there's this opportunity do you want to do it I'm like yes I want to do it so I guess yeah in a sense networking is very important and being out there and be desperate and saying that yeah give me work to do please to anyone no I think that kind of will help you no be more desirable because you're so passionate and wanting a full-time job. Got it. So I'm assuming you're not just going out there and being like, please give me a job. Um, no. How do you, <laughs> please, please share uh, how you do <laughs> How did I do it? I'm like, I talked because we had this industry talk. We were like talking about what we did so that's how we started the marketing talk. So we were like, oh, we did this. I did this during my internship. I did this um, during the clubs. I focused a lot on content creation. And oh, by the way, I'm graduating soon. Um, Let me know if there's any opportunities. I'm really happy to try new things and be out there. And I think, yeah, just be desperate, but low-key desperate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I want a job, but yeah, any opportunities? Let me know. Nice. And I guess if they don't know you need a job, they can't help you. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. What were your favorite and least favorite parts of working at that uh, marketing agency? Favorite part. Favorite part is that they really include all the interns. They're not like, oh, you're just an intern. Like some of them you don't have to be a part with. They're really inviting you to engage in their work life. Like they would allow us to attend their strategy meetings with clients and brainstorm meetings with clients and how like how they allow us to observe how they come up with their strategies, their campaigns and everything. I think that was one of the things that I really liked about this agency and one of the things that I didn't really was that they're so busy (laughs) they are like I came to this internship wanting to learn everything in depth like I want I wanted to get into the industry but then because they are so busy and they only meet once every two weeks so a lot of times I've just been there waiting for them to be free. So I'll have to, because my internship is from 9.30 to 3. That's not a lot of time. That's five, six hours. 
And I think I'll probably spend two to three hours waiting for them to be free and to teach me how to do stuff. So I guess that was one of the part that I was a bit about internship. Got it. That's amazing that you got to sit in on client meetings as an intern. Uh, mm. I think I've heard even I think most entry level marketing people don't get like people at marketing agencies like don't get to do that. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually really cool. What was your biggest takeaway from those sort of meetings and interactions? Biggest takeaway. I guess the first thing is how you talk to clients. Because I think it's really important to set off a tone with your client. And you're professional, but you're fun to be around with. That's the tone that our agency set up. And it helps you build up a good foster, a good relationship with your client. And I think that's where you strive in this industry because you want clients to like what you're doing and be close to you so you know how to do stuff for them. And the other takeaway, I guess, was is that mm, the SWOT analysis, <laughs> it's the thing that you do when you break down the industry for the client and you like talk, walk them through everything and do all the background research for them. Because I did a bit of the background research before attending to the, like the strategy meetings and it's really interesting to be the one that kind of break down everything for your client. Yeah. Cool. And is that a kind of competitor like analysis? Mm. It's like you go through the competitors, you go through opportunities that the clients have, you go through threats and yeah, basically. Cool. Cool. And you got to do that for clients as an intern. Yeah. It was just so fun. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What's one thing you were worried about at the start of your internship that you know is no big deal now? It's still a big deal for me right now, but I would say having to talk to the Aussies. I think having to foster the connection with them was a thing that I was really afraid of at the beginning of the internship because small talks and everything and I was lucky that I had two other interns with me two other Aussie interns with me so I just let them do the talkings so I guess yeah all the Aussie small talks all the very local stuff was something that I was really afraid of I am better at it now but I think it's still, it takes time to to build up this skill. So I guess I'm still trying to build up my skills in networking with Aussies. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, also a very common thing we hear from internationals. So <laughs> definitely not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and any misconceptions about the field of marketing that you found to be false? I think a lot of my friends think I just do content creation. I just like design, like use canvas and design things and make videos. But I think digital marketing is really more than just that. It's not just purely designing 
like a, a post for a client. There's a lot of consumer psychology, like behavior psychology behind it. And there's SEO marketing, there's email marketing behind, so like digital marketing. And I think a lot of people don't know about it. They just assume they have this equation. Digital marketing equals social media marketing. That's what I actually thought before coming into this internship as well. But no, it's really more than just that. It's a you need a team for digital marketing. It's not like just social media managing. It's emails, it's ads, it's SEO, it's data. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And let's see. Would you want to keep working for a marketing agency after you graduate, or would you want to work like in house or, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so I did have those mentor talk with my supervisor and boss before I left the intern. So we had this heart to heart talk for the industry and everything, and they recommended me to do in house first because it's wow. Yeah, I found it like, oh, I thought it, you would recommend me doing agency stuff, but they actually recommended me to do like in-house because it's more, it's like you can focus on one thing at a time. It's like it's not as fast paced yet. So you get to learn things in depth and like you won't feel so stressed about it. And then maybe after one to two years of in-house, then you can move on to an agency. I think that's one of the more better ways to start digital marketing. And she, um, my boss also did mention that if you want to have a good career progression and you want to be big in this industry, you have to go for agencies. So if, when you start up, go to in-house. But if you want to go big, go to agencies, start with agencies. Not start with, but like get involved with agency more than you can. Yeah. Oh, and what does she mean by go big or get big? Probably if you want to be a part of those best campaigns, winning campaigns, or have this really, you know, like you're working really well into this industry and you have a deep network and you're like, yeah, I'm into this industry type of success, I would say, is that's where you should go to when you want to have that career progression, which is agencies. Yeah. Wow. That's really fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you always hear the other way around for I think, mm -hmm. any career path for law firms. You started a law firm and then you work in-house or, or accounting, fast track your career at a big firm and then go in-house, um, stuff like that. So yeah. Do you think there's a difference with marketing as a field or yeah, what do you think explains this advice? I guess because when you start in marketing agencies, it's too fast paced for you when you first start like marketing job. And you're just in this industry. You're just into this industry. A lot of people quit. I think they experienced it themselves. So they were like, a lot of people quit after two to three months being in an agency because they couldn't handle the workload. They couldn't handle the stress. 
So I guess that's why they said to start with like in-house because it's more adaptable. It's more, oh, you get to slowly build up. And then once you're, oh, okay, I know this industry now. I know then what I'm doing. Forward. Yeah, it's not, like, oh, I still have to have teach like people to teach me, to mentor me. Because I would say that um, a marketing degree in uni is very different from marketing as a job. It's it's not like you already know what you're doing after you graduate. It's a new world. Because in marketing degrees and communication degrees, the most you do is like target audience sourcing and breaking down brands. Basically, that's it. But in working as a marketer, there's more than that. There's, as I said, email marketings that I never know of until I came to this internship. So you will definitely need a person to be there for you and mentor you along the way when you first start this industry, first start this position, I would say. You will need a lot of guidance. Mm. And I think in-house marketings are maybe more able to support you like that. While agencies are like super busy at the end, really they don't have time to help you and help you build up and give you like career trainings. I guess that's, yeah. Got it. That's super mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope lots of marketing students see this, see your interview and get to hear this advice. Um, yeah, because it does sound like it's not sustainable to go to, go to start. Maybe it's not so sustainable to start at an marketing agency because you don't know you don't know what you're doing it and no one has the time to show you how to do it and mm-hmm. then you're just there churning out content and stuff and mm. not really learning and, and then burning out at the same time which yeah it's <laughs> not it's definitely not a great way to start your year so mm. yeah even for my internship it's I have to ask for it I have to please let's go for an ads training and then Maybe I asked them at the beginning of the week. I'm like, I want to go for ads training. I want to go for email marketing training. And then they'll forget about it. And then you'll have to remind them again because they are they have a lot of things going on. So yeah, even as an intern, it was hard. Like it was fun, but it was hard to go for trainings. So I think it will be even more difficult when it comes to a full-time job, I would say, because it's like they will expect you to know everything already, which you don't. So yeah they want you to yeah. hit the ground running <laughs> mm. yeah got it that is uh such a great piece of advice <laughs> wow and uh you plan to stay in australia after graduating you wanna what's your like long-term plan i will be applying for the working visa the for eight five like the graduate mm-hmm. visa and then i do want to have some working experience here in Australia since I've expanded my network and have all my like knowledge based in Australia now so I really do want to have some industry experience here and then I might go for a higher education in the states maybe I do want to go international I do want to try different places I would say 
And yeah, I'm not so sure about going back to Taiwan yet. Like I'm a bit scared. Yeah. Because I've heard that the working industry in Taiwan is not as flexible <laughs> and not as kind, I would say. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't really have experience with that, um, but definitely sounds like what I've heard from people. So <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah. a bit daunting to go back home. Since I've adapted to the life here and with my like diverse background, like I, I'm not very rooted in Taiwan. Yeah, so long-term base, I think I will be just flying here and there and trying to like experience everything I can while I am young. Mm.